cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Adam Young of Realm of Caring. Adam, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? Thanks, guys. Amazing. Couldn't be better. Um, loving the, the springtime is here. It's finally trying to turn the corner. So um, just enjoying to get out, get uh, spend some more time outdoors. That's Absolutely. Cool. Can you kind of take us through what your role is at Realm of Caring? Yeah, absolutely. When I first came to Realm of Caring, I was a care specialist. And so what a care specialist does, it's someone who offers free guidance and and support to anybody across the globe that wants to learn more about cannabis. And so, you know, I saw the like the job description on Indeed or whatever it was, and I was like, whoa, I can get paid to do this and help other people just like my mom. And, you know, everybody's heard of the Charlotte's Web story and the little girl with epilepsy and how that helped control her seizures when nothing else did. So uh, it was like a dream job. I'm like, yes, please, I can get paid for it. All right, let's do this. Um, and so that that was my main role as a care specialist. Literally anybody can call us from across the globe. And we'll offer guidance and support free of charge uh, to anybody that calls. What are some of those conversations like with the individuals? And who is calling up? Is it a person asking about themselves or about a loved one? So when we started out, I'll just give you a little background on Realm of Care, and this will help tell the story a little bit more on, on who we help and who, who we assist. Um, Realm of Caring was started by two mothers whose kids had irretractable epilepsy. By coincidence, they just had the same hospice nurse that got them in touch um, once this little girl, Charlotte Figgy, um, found a relief through a non-psychoactive version of cannabis. It's now called Charlotte's Web. Uh, the namesake of uh, that product is Charlotte Figgy. Um, and that was after 17 pharmaceuticals were exhausted. And uh, she was sent home on hospice care because at six years old and you're having hundreds of seizures a week, your body can only take so much. And after exhausting all of the pharmaceuticals, well, they, you know, she was sent home on hospice. And fortunately, her mom, Paige, found some research in Israel. And then one way or another, she found these brothers that were in Colorado that had this strain of cannabis called the hippie's disappointment. And it wasn't getting anybody high. And so Paige knew that because of the low THC, she wanted to try that for Charlotte. And the first time they put it in her mouth, she stopped seizing. I mean, it, it's... And this happened to Heather, our other co-founder, her son, Zakai, same thing. Literally the same situation, just two different kids. And they both had the success on the first try. Ask me such an exhausting conversation. I'm just trying to envision like my mom calling up, being like emotionally driven, trying to help like my sister in a case and kind of being almost desperate in the moment, trying to find some sort of solution or possible, right? She's like calling a complete stranger. Hey, saying, hey, my daughter has this problem. Can you help us? And it's got to be like mentally exhausting going through those conversations. Yeah, that's a great point, Brian. Not a lot of people realize that. But yes, um, you know, especially back in the, even two, three years ago, a lot of people use cannabis as a last resort, right? I've tried everything else. We're in a really bad position. Like this is our last resort. We're just going to try it, you know? But fortunately, now people are trying to use this as a first line of approach or a second line of approach or as a complementary uh, modality to what they're already doing. So 
Um, yeah. And to your point, Brian, yes, we get a lot of frantic parents. We get a lot of people themselves. They're just scared. You know, they just got a diagnosis or they've got this or that and nothing's working and they're just scared. So we're very aware of that. And so we really nurture these people. But internally, our small care team of, of associates and especially our care team, we're very cognizant of this. And so we encourage each other to take breaks throughout the day. Does anyone ever call up and just kind of just ream you guys out. It's pure anger, right? Sometimes you see like a positive sign and sometimes people just get the, the anger phone call with it. You know what? Like I'm anti-cannabis. I heard Governor Rick, it's like Adam and his team are trying to kill my kids. Like I'm going to call Adam. Do you ever get any of those negative phone calls? No, you know what, Brian? Uh, thankfully, we don't get too many. I think I might've had one that was kind of similar to that. Um, I think the most pushback we receive is people on the Facebook groups and stuff, just talking all sorts of mad stuff about us. But uh, fortunately, a lot of those people don't actually call us, right? Last question on this topic. What is a conversation you've had with an individual that has surprised or shocked you, you know, during the conversation, like you thought one thing and then after you were just completely blown away? To be honest with you, Brian, most of the calls, whether they're for it or against it, when they call, by the time we get off, it's a great call. I, occasionally, we get some folks, especially parents that have tried a certain path or a certain, uh, let's say, uh, milligram content per day that they're trying to give their kids and it's not working and they get extremely frustrated and call us. I have gotten like yelled at in the beginning of the call. But again, by the time we get off the phone, it's usually a very good conversation. We end it well. There have been uh, certain gentlemen of the uh, older age that have called and those calls haven't really ended too well. But, you know, you can't change everybody's mind. If somebody's calling and they've got their mind made up, this is how it is. And I'm going to tell him, set them straight. You know, that's cool, man. Go on your way. That's all right. We, you know, as long as I can share my story, uh, tell them what we're about, the education, the research. And then if they don't agree or they don't want to partake in, in anything, that's fine. So let's talk about some of the events. Uh, I'm excited to hear about what's in the pipeline for Realm and, and some of the information on those events. Yeah, thanks, Brian. I would be remiss if I didn't mention last year, um, we had a uh, memorial and benefit concert for Charlotte Figgy. Um, she passed away in 2020 on April 7th. And unfortunately, uh, her family wasn't able to provide the services during the pandemic and all those things. So um, last year, we did a memorial and benefit concert for her called Rock the Rock. So it's R-O-C-K, the R-O-C, Rock rocktherock.org. Strongly encourage everybody to go check it out. It's still online. It's free. It's the company that produces the Grammys produced this, the Avet Brothers, Jason Mraz, uh, Wesley Schultz from the Luminaires. A lot of people participated and you really get to know Charlotte's story, her family, the Stanley Brothers who gave her the oil, and then a couple other families are profiled as well. Um, And then this year we have a um, event at Topgolf in Denver Um, This will be a major networking event for uh, all the industry players. So um, I highly encourage people to visit realmofcaring.org and you can check out a link there for more information. Since you've been in the cannabinoid industry, what has been the biggest misconception? Probably, I I think I want to go back to one of those uh, common questions is that people think it's addictive and they don't want to try it. You know, and I don't know if that has a lot to do with the opioids and the fentanyls and all those things that are going around right now. But that concerns me that people think that they'll get addicted because I really don't see that as a, an issue, even on the THC side. You could sum up your experience in a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass on to the next generation. What would it be? 
Always look outside of the box. Always look into things for yourself. All right, prediction time. Adam, it's 2032. What area in people's lives do you think cannabis will make the biggest difference? I'm going to go with biodegradable plastic being made from hemp. I'm hopeful. I, you know, we'll see if that happens. But with all the plastic and the masks and all these things that are floating in the oceans and clogging our streets and our gutters and our waterways and polluting everything, this really could be a good alternative and something that doesn't last for a thousand years or something underground. Like it just, it doesn't go away. So um, I'm really hopeful that the hemp plant will be utilized in more than just uh, medicinal applications by 2032. So for our listeners, they want to get in touch. They want to support. Where can they find you? Yeah, thank you. Um, Realmofcaring.org, O-R-G, is our website. My email address is adam at realmofcaring.org. Um, in, in, in addition to being a care specialist, I also work and support the development team. Um, and so, you know, I'm happy to have a conversation with anybody about anything that we do. Or if they have any questions, um, our care specialists are, are top-notch, fully trained. Um, takes someone about three months before they even answer a single email. So, um, you know, we've got a great team. It's a very small team. And we love talking about cannabis, whether it's hemp, THC, CBD, CBG, CBN, you name it. Let's talk about it. I love it. We'll link it all up in the show notes. And everyone out there, go support what they're doing, make a difference, and help kind of break down the barriers. Thanks so much for your time, Adam. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.